coming out of left field. That girl is brutal. Every single time at bat, she had an out-of-the-park home run. You know the last one she hit? I think it escaped the Earth's gravity. Where the hell'd she come from, anyway? You know, Coach? Yes, thank you. Hey there, do you have any other hidden talents? Huh? Haruko-san's a pain in the old rear. Haruko? It's pathetic, pathetic, do you hear me? That our team, the Martians, who were supposed to explode with the eruptions of Olympus, couldn't get a single run! Situation beyond our control. With Tosca-chan in the U.S., we're out our best player. Yeah, it's been like this since they built that new medical plant thing. You're not trying hard enough, that's the problem. The ability to try hard's a talent, too. If we only had Tosca-chan's bat. The only help we got is his brother, you call that help. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes play baseball and talk about anime. So, you guys ever seen uh, Bleach? Oop, here comes the ball. <laughs> Four. He doesn't really like ba- baseball that much. Is Bill. Not even a joke. I just, I don't get it. He really wants his chin massaged. He's mad. It feels so good. It really does. He wants a massage or wants a massage with it? Uh, oh, I don't get the difference. <laughs> and I can see my chin, because I decided to shave for the first time in God knows how long. Shave and a haircut, two bits. My name's Andy. He's already screwed up No Shave November. <laughs> <laughs> Andy shall henceforth be known as Mr. Babyface. Yes, I am Babyface today. Screwed up No Shave November already. I've also screwed up No Nut November. Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm not into No Nut November. Because like neither am I. Because that's that's supposed to help prevent prostate cancer. I'm not. I'm just not down for a temporary castration. And <laughs> and <laughs> we were talking about this in the car the other day. Actually, the whole thing of No Shave November is supposed to like promote awareness about prostate cancer, but like holding it in, I think causes it. You're supposed to have it to like prevent. You're supposed to nut to prevent prostate cancer. So it's almost like it counteracts each other. Should be all nut. Sometimes you feel like a nut. That well, that was that's where the discussion became. Was um, like you don't want nonstop nut November because like some of us have to go into schools and stuff. It's like NaNoWriMo, but with nothing. Yeah, you got you got like in NaNoWriMo, you got to write a novel of fifty thousand words. No nut November or nut November is like fifty thousand orgasms. Okay, maybe not that many. Maybe fifty. Honey, what are you eating? Nothing, honey. <laughs> I thought about uh, about knock him up November. It seems a little exclusory, but I it guess it does seem it like it's letting some people out, you know. But I mean, doesn't mean you can't try. I mean, also true. What are we doing? We're doing a podcast, aren't we? Right? <laughs> We're doing a podcast. Hello, hi guys. Hi. <laughs> September celibacy. There you go. Uh, this is tuning Japanese. The <laughs> no, podcast. We're trying to go the other way. <laughs> the, the podcast. Where we don't just make up 
and change the rules on what you can and can't do in November. Oh, I got it. I got it. Oh, never, never mind. We do. We do. <laughs> no, no, it's it's November. Oh, fucking shit. Uh, hey, <laughs> we're going to talk about an Sometimes episode. Sometimes I make that noise that too. Of Fooly Cooly <laughs> today. And we're on episode four. We're back to Bill. Hi. And it's our sports episode, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That happens. What's the name of this episode, Bill? Uh, something about baseball. <laughs> no. Take, take me out to the ball game. Strike out. You want to know the title? Ball is going to ball. You want to know the title? I got uh, the yeah, title. I do. I title do. is, title is, title is, Full Swing! There you go. Baseball. <laughs> Full Swingers. Baseball! I have to, before we go any further, Matt, how do you feel about baseball? I wanted Sammy Sosa to win. Hell yeah! This is... This is why Matt is amazing. <laughs> Matt understands that Mark McGuire is the worst and Sammy Sosa is the best. Because he invented the Sosa phone. Because he did not do that. <laughs> oh, Cubs for life. Hey, so we're going to talk about full swing. I, I also don't know anything about marching bands. <laughs> Before we do, does anyone have any nerd news they want to talk about real quick? Liam Hemsworth is taking over as... Uh... Gerald of Rivia. Yeah, how do you feel about that? I think uh, you were talking about it earlier, but I wasn't yeah. paying attention. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Slightly thumbs down, just because I would rather have Henry Cavill, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Should I watch The Witcher now, especially because they're going to change the actors? Should I just not bother? No, it's good stuff. You should watch it. It'll give you plenty of spank bank material, I bet. I'm down for that. He seems like a handsome man. He is a handsome man. As long as you're looking at his real face. Yennefer's hot, so I, I imagine he's the, the equivalent. Okay. The first season's really confusing. As confusing as Fooly Cooly? Yeah, kind of, actually. Oh, really? The first season's really, like, out of order. It's... it's. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a disjointed narration. Yeah, it's, it's non-sequential in time. Cool. Yeah. And it keeps cutting back and forth. Like, yeah, like, they're telling you three different stories that don't line up in sections. Yeah. I wasn't really lost until I saw season two, then I'd pretty much forgotten about what happened. I gave up on season one, played all three games, came back and watched season one and understood what was happening. I liked it better than House of the Dragon. So far. I would not go that far. No, I definitely I like House of the Dragon far. better. I love you know, it. You didn't I, watch it. I love me some House of the Dragon. I didn't say you, I said I. So I don't know if I'd go that far. I think House of the Dragon was better, personally. Hey, I've got very minor nerd news that I'll just mention really quick. Uh, Pokemon's out in less than two weeks, and I am very excited. They just revealed a new Pokemon. Your mom. I... No. <laughs> stop, stop that. It's Gimme Ghoul. Gimme Ghoul is a cute little insect-looking-ass Pokemon that carries a little, a little coin on its back. Uh-huh. And it's a ghost-type Pokemon that has two forms. The little, little, little bug thing, but also, like, has a form that, like, he, like chills inside of a, ch a treasure chest so he's kind of like a mimic and it's it's adorable he's very cute and he's he takes he searches for long lost hidden coins okay all right that's a thing yeah it is uh the, the pokemon switch came out the the uh pokemon themed oled pokemon fever right now i'm just ready i'm just ready for pokemon need a new pokemon I game don't <laughs> know if i'd call that thing adorable i love it it's so cute. It's got little antennae. 
It does have antennae. Yeah. I feel like I feel about Pokemon like Matt feels about booze. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And I'll on. keep bringing up Pokemon anytime we talk about uh, nerd news. I'll, every time. Every time. Every time. I have some Im- somewhat impressive news here. Do it. Makoto Shinkai, the director of such films as Your Name and Weathering With You. I remember that movie. The first Good. one. Good. <laughs> his, uh, his new upcoming film, Suzume is going to have a marketing campaign in all 47 prefectures of Japan. Even uh, even H? The one from Excel Saga? Even that one. Okay. That's a big deal. Just, there we go. Done. Is that not common? I'm assuming. It's very uncommon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess that uh, when you have created an anime that is so well known, yes, you, you build a track record, you're going to be able to, to have a little more clout. I'm sure it's at least impressive and really speaks to how popular his uh, works are. Any idea what this new one's supposed to be about? Yeah, absolutely. So here's the basic plot of Makoto Shinkai's upcoming movie, Suzume no Tojimari. The story centers around a 17-year-old girl in Kyushu called Suzume, who one day encounters a mysterious time traveler who tells her he's looking for a door. When she follows him to the mountains to locate the door in question, and they open it, it triggers a domino effect where doors that seemingly lead to nowhere all across Japan burst open one by one. It soon becomes evident that it's up to them to close each door to prevent the world from collapsing. It seems uh, that's a lot of his... Yeah. His shtick. Yeah. He loves a good time travel. And magic doors. Conceptually, of course, doors are powerful things. Certainly. Philosophically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the movie. Okay, done. I think we should get into the review this week. What do you think, Bill? Uh, yeah, might as well get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full swing. Bill's got the review. Tell us all about it. Full swing ahead. Cold open. Haruka's playing baseball for some reason. Using her otherworldly abilities to just dominate every other team, apparently. Yep. The opponents, in this case, the Martians, who are wearing a blue uniform. The Martians should be wearing red uniforms. Yep. Damn it. (laughs) That is Naota's team, and it was his brother's team that he was a star player on. Ah. Um, But without his brother, they suck. They need another star player. (laughs) And then they just randomly noticed the Conti the Robot being a ball picker upper boy <laughs> yeah, yeah basically yeah. <laughs> um i think they would have chosen him for basketball from what he was doing there correct <laughs> baseball. but he's their secret weapon i have questions before we move forward on this okay so this baseball thing is this like i don't understand it i don't know okay <laughs> not the sport boring as hell <laughs> at first i'm like okay so naoto is on the team i'm like maybe it's like his middle school team. No, it can't be because they're playing against a random team that has this adult alien, but still adult, right? On it. Yeah. And then no one looks like their middle school age. Yeah. They all look fairly adultish. And it's like, yeah. why is this kid playing? And then it's like, is it like some sort of rec league? I don't know. I just have a lot of questions. Are they just playing for fun? Like, I don't know. They're get. that worried about star players. It's almost like they're a minor league team. Then why is Naoto playing on it? Because he's a younger brother of their former star player, so they 
feel obligated. Maybe they're trying to push him in the same direction that, like, everybody else is trying to make him be his brother. You know, I think I, think I have the answer. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter it why he's playing baseball. It does to me. I like <laughs> baseball, and I want it to make sense. I want something in this anime to make sense. In this episode, nothing does. Sorry. Carry, carry on, Bill. Speaking of things that don't make sense, he's got a bandage on his head. He got hit in the head with a baseball ba- ball, didn't he? Was it on before then? Forget. I don't remember. I don't think so. I think he just had it. I think he just they just constantly are putting bandages on his head because things come out of his head. I think so. <laughs> does everybody know that by now? I don't know. Well, Haruka does because she shows up. She's like, "Good look, new bandage. I like it." <laughs> and then just goes, "But you don't swing at the ball ever, and nothing can change until you take a swing." Bye. Vroom. Swing. Big, big metaphor going on here with this idea of like. Stepping up to bat, taking a swing. Metaphor for life. You can't let life just uh, roll by you. You have to uh, be able to act. Yeah, go after the people, like, you know, asking the girl out or... Yeah. Maybe take the risks, take the chances. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Also, how is he still on the team if he just stands there and... <laughs> I went back and checked. He did get hit in the head, with, in the right smack dab in the forehead. With ah, the, yep, the you're ball. right. Okay. I forgot okay. about... Yep, yep, mm-hmm. Balls to the forehead. Understood. They have the title card, and coming back from the title card, Naoto's dad is giving Haruka an erotic chin rub. What the fuck? What the absolute fuck is happening here? I hate this scene. The chin is one of the hardest points on the body, so... And it's all bristly from his beard. I hate it. I hate this scene. This scene is the worst. Also, this is where we get a quick look that there is an electrical cord coming out of his butt, plugging him into the wall. We saw that then? Yeah. We did. Yep, we did. I totally missed it. Yeah. She spends a lot of time moaning. Yeah, there's just... It, this is all just yes. a pseudo-sex scene. It, yeah, absolutely. And it's very uncomfortable, because there is Naoto just watching. Right. Yeah, huh? I took a few notes, and that is creepy fucking stuff. May put me off eggs, which is hard to do, because <laughs> I love eggs. Oh, I love a good egg. Right from the... um human vibrator scene, he then makes her fried eggs and baby birds them right into her mouth. What the fuck? I hate this. Uh, I agree, Matt. This is the fucking worst. And they look like, they're shaped like underpants? Uh-huh. I missed that part. Yeah. Ovaries. <laughs> ovaries. They're ovaries, right? Like, they're like a woman's pant, like, like, like panties or something like that. And then, like, the two eggs, it's, it's all fucking weird. I hate it. Oh, they're over easy? Ha <laughs> <laughs> Bazing! They yeah. both for sure are in this scene. So here's my question, because it's gonna yes. lead it's gonna lead to later we're gonna reveal I mean, I don't wanna say now what the reveal is, but like was she into it? Like and she was looking for that kind of thing? I think so. Is she gonna I nail think... his dad later? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. We'll get into it when we get there. Alright, okay. Alright, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. I do have a read on it. Okay, good. Because uh, I don't I know it. It was all part of a plan that didn't quite coalesce for me, I think. I, I have a, I don't know if I'm right, but I have a read, at least. Okay. Naoto is, of course, jealous. And I get that he's jealous, but I'm not... I can't tell you why exactly he's jealous. Like, I can't put it into words, but I get. I understand that he is. He wants to... To be noticed. He wants to grow a beard and then shake his beard against somebody and then baby bird eggs into them. Yeah. He wants first, <laughs> he wants, he wants first crack at a woman's eggs. Yeah. He wants to spit him back in her mouth. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
I don't need that image. <laughs> Randomly, we cut to Naota, uh, and he's outside vandalizing a vending machine. Yeah, he just whacks it with his baseball <laughs> just, bat. Yeah. Yeah. I thought maybe, like, a dollar got stuck, or, like, a... Like, I, like I thought off. so, but it just seems like he's hitting it. Yeah, I think he's just frustrated. And he meets our second Vespa writer, a dude with weird eyebrows, who just asks a bunch of nonsense questions about her. Something about those eyebrows. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. I think there's like seaweed. Uh, they look like seaweed. Uh, yeah. Bits. Uh, but he does talk nonsense here. He's writing a Vespa. Yeah. Um, I'll just go ahead right now. Will Smith jokes aside, he gives a lot of men in black vibes. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Suddenly, Nyota is off with Mamini. Mamini. This is one of those episodes that just jumps. Like, yep. Just scene to scene. Yep. Very little connective tissue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're talking about Haruka, um, and Mamimi tackles him, wanting to put another of one of her marks on him. I love Mamimi so much. I know I say it every time, but God, she's great here. I don't know. I think I'm going to hickey this kid again. I... Is not necessarily healthy. No, but uh-huh. at least she's like closer to his age than Haruko. That's, that's true. Having sex with her with his dad in front of him. Uh Uh, Haruko is waiting for Naoda uh, when he comes home she kind of awkwardly offers to be his batting coach yeah Uh because she's so good he says no but then they're in the backyard doing batting practice hard to to make a no no stick with her yeah Yeah. yeah, he he says no but (laughs) there's a weird flicker in the sky did you mention was this before the, uh, the weird bit with the heads I don't think we're quite there yet. Oh no, yeah, there there it was. Yeah, it's she meets him outside, then suddenly her dad's severed head drops to the ground and Yeah, there was Then she's beh- teleporting behind him and Yeah, this is where there. I guess yeah. by the end of the episode it makes se- it makes sense, but not like still to me, like I don't it still know. Still doesn't 100% make sense. It's fucking it jumps too much and it's so weird. It was hard to pick out what was the important things and what was nonsense. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, after the the head thing is when they're in the backyard. Or wherever. Yep. He's obviously very chill with just being like, whatever, it's my dad's head. Yeah. I, I thought at first, I see, when I read, when I watched this this scene, I thought it was a dream sequence? That he was I, having a nightmare? Several, there are several places in this show I thought he was having a dream sequence or a nightmare. Yeah. But I don't think because what we'll see later, I don't think it was. So he's just like, whatever, it's my dad's head. Yep. What? Yeah. And then she tells him she has he has to aim high. And she points at a, what she says is a star. Uh, that's flickering, and said, that's your target. She knows more than she's putting out there into the world. And that's when we cut back to the vague yet menacing government agency. <laughs> Shout out to Night Vale. Yes! Uh, and they're talking about what I guess is that flicker is the satellite. Yep, mm-hmm. it's a satellite. Come towards Earth from an unknown location. Yep. And Eyebrow Dude is dissecting the curry bread he bought at the earlier at the bread shop. He's got hemostats and pins and stuff all in it. and Very much like a, an, a dissection for an alien or something. Or a frog. Spicy frog. <laughs> Had it. <laughs> okay. Neota is, uh, he's peeking in. He gets up and, like, walks across and peeks into his uh, dad and Haruna in the bedroom. <laughs> and there's a lot of... Uh, Sexy time shenanigans, maybe? 
You said Haruna, by the way, and I would definitely watch that. Uh, like the Sailor Moon's teacher randomly there. Yeah. Haruka. <laughs> Haruko. Haruko. I've, I it's, don't know. Oh, man. it's fine. It's all fine. these names are really hard. For it's some not. Reason. It's not quite House of the Dragon difficult, but it's it's getting <laughs> the vowels get just slushed up on me. Yeah. And the bed and the room they're in is becomes a temporary red light district. Yeah, the, it's his bedroom just bathed in red light, and there's just all kinds of like moaning and grunting, and she's gonna stick something in somewhere. And uh-huh. I kind of like that use of known symbolism a little bit. And that is the point where this all freaks him out so bad his head erupts into red light, and it's a false alarm. It's a break card. Come join us round the dinner table at this week's break card. My name is Andy, and thank you so much for listening to Tuning Japanese. We are listening and reviewing and watching and talking about Fooly Cooly. This is episode four. We've only got two more episodes to get through this season. And uh, wow, I cannot believe we're doing such a short season. But we hope that you're enjoying and hopefully you're making more sense of this anime than we are, generally speaking. We're still having fun talking about it, but man... It is freaking weird, and we've already reviewed Excel Saga. If you are in America and you are celebrating Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. I hope that your Thanksgiving this year goes well. If you are feeling both thankful and giving, you can always head over to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to help support our show, including bonus episodes. Our newest tuning in episode is done. I just have to post it. I'm probably going to post it sometime this weekend, so you'll have access to that and a whole bunch of other bonus content, including over 50 bonus episodes on top of our over 250 regular episodes so we really appreciate if you have the opportunity to support us in that way it would really help us continue to do what it is that we do here for the show i'm going to leave it there i want to get right back to this review i hope you all are doing fantastic and we'll hopefully be finishing up this season before the end of the year so take care and enjoy the rest of this episode Holy crap, we're back from the break card. So let me get this straight. The red light that burst forth forth from Nauta's head at that point was an orgasm? I think it was a break card. God damn it, we're back for the break card again. <laughs> no, I it's a it's a beacon. Did did I just experience a time loop? <laughs> you've you've experienced Deja your vu. first double break card. It, it happens sometimes around. All here. kinds of weird stuff happens when you're in the Don't do it! Don't Whoa, deja vu. <laughs> what happens next in the anime? Uh, more Mamibi crap. Yes! <laughs> Can we just have a whole episode just Mamimi? Uh, I'm sure there probably will be one. Just, like, follow her around one day. See what, what kind of craziness she gets up to by the river. Oh, right now she's cuddling with him under the bridge. I hope she meets that one uh, SNL character down by the river. In the van down by the Matt, river. Matt Foley. <laughs> I live in a van down by the river. Nostradamus. You guys like Nostradamus? She talks about Nostradamus. She does talk about Nostradamus. Yeah. She's yeah. great, Bill. <laughs> but the baseball game has apparently already started. Yeah. And Conti is the only one that's there. We saw him earlier. Poor Conti. Uh, for just like a half split second before we started the scene. Mm-hmm. Haruka comes by. She's not at the baseball game. Naoda's not at the baseball game. And she's like, it's time to go to baseball. And he's like, I don't want to. And she's like, well, Kanti is there. So Mamimi's like, ooh, I get to see my robot buddy. 
It's my robot godfriend. Uh, uh, do do we want to talk about this part here that somehow when she goes ooh and gets up somehow Nauta ends up taking off her underwear? I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that either. Yeah. Uh-huh. I believe you. I didn't know it. Wow. No. I know that like when she pulls when Haruka pulls up she's like we guys doing perverted stuff. Yeah, I was going to say that. But I thought she was just being an asshole. And it's like you were having sex with her his dad. With his dad's chin. His dad's chin. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, she jumps up somehow he gets a hold of her underwear and it pulls off. And it's on the ground behind him as they drive away. Are you sure uh, it just wasn't I... left there from that one girl from uh from <laughs> the that fell into the river dice club. After school dice oh. club. After okay. school, dice club. Oh yeah! Remember, remember the one character she took, rode her to. bike into the water, and then like I'll just go commando. <laughs> That's just try, the underwear left there. It's the same world. Try not to. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I did not realize that the uh, underwear was left under the bridge. I'm gonna come out myself. And the cat's there. The cat's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> I get you, cat. I get you. Yeah. This cat's balls are very prominent in this episode, by the way. Oh, he does. She kicks him, and he's got a hold of her underwear. Like, oh. you see him, you actually, not just his left behind, you see him pull it off. Oh, God. She, she wants to go to the game. She kicks him away, and when she kicks him away, he's got his hand in them. Oh. But he's got his hands in his lap before, so I don't know how that happened. It, yeah. It's fully coolie logic. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he definitely grabs him, and just like, she kicks him, like, shining wizards him off of her. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Anyway. That doesn't seem to fit in with his character, but okay. It doesn't. So I guess we should assume it's an accident? Weird accidents. Yeah, weird accident. I guess. And then we cut back to that, the electric meter running like crazy that we had just a quick flash of before. And that's when we get this weird, I what I thought, what I apparently both thought was a nightmare sequence. Yep. Uh, it's all black and white except for the reds in the room, like the baseball bat. Naoto is standing there with his bat over his father, who is just broken on the ground. Uh, there's some clock parts laying around. Oh, it's a Dr. Manhattan scene. And then his father is in the closet talking about Harun, Haruka, then turns into Haruka, like reaches into his mouth and pulls her head out. <laughs> and then she's a mouse. Yeah, and then he's a robot. There was some Evangelion shit with that, like, I don't know, uh-huh. there was just, it was really weird. And we find out the robot double is the one that he smashed and knocked all the clockworks out of. That's the best I got. I don't know. Where and did this I, robot come from? Uh, that Ooh. little that little closet. There's like a little alcove. Yeah, but like, where did it actually come from? The why alcove. is it here? The alcove. But why is it here? <laughs> to be have its butt plugged in. I don't know. Was that what uh, <laughs> was that what Lord Conti was making in the closet that one day? Maybe. I thought he was making a fuck box. I thought he was too. Baseball. Let's think about baseball. Is that is that is that something? Like, is that something about the sexuality of the show? Like, think about baseball. Think about baseball. It could be. I'm not. Wouldn't be surprised. Well, I'm bored with it. <laughs> <laughs> Haruka is just beaning the crap out of Conti. I know it's beaning because of Bean Boy. Bean Boy. Um, yeah, she's just blasting with baseballs. Instead of letting him like, hit the ball. And that's when a blimp comes by and declares a state of emergency. Eh. Everybody needs to be evacuated. We cut over to uh, the government 
agent dude uh, talking about Naoto's family. Then they're interviewing him in some kind of, like, police back room. Uh-huh. How do you get there? What's going on? I don't know. I'm confused. Show, why you confuse me so? They know he attacked his father, and he says, no, I hit the TV. And they're like, you hit your TV? He's like, yeah, I was bad at my TV, maybe. Do you like sweet drinks? I know you like sweet drinks. They're delicious. Something, something, baseball, dad, Haruka. And then he says, you're just her current victim. Seriously, serious question. Yeah. How do you fix a dislocated conversation like this? <laughs> uh, bang it into a wall? With baseball. Uh, it works for rigs. But mm-hmm. <laughs> baseball. Baseball fixes everything. Um, not really. We're talking oh. baseball. But yeah, and back to also to the evacuation. And then we see... Yeah, because... No, we're not even back to baseball. We're back to the evacuation. Because it's, again... Just Naoto standing in his house, and he grabs the electrical cord coming out of his dad's butt and, like, tries to pull it out, <laughs> which is not healthy. Trying no. to pull things out of your dad's butt is not, no. cannot do well for your brain. Is this the part where, okay, uh-huh. when was the part, is it later, when we get to see that husk of his dad? This is right now. That oh, my God. This was yeah. fucking yeah. weird. Then he discovers a mummy of his real dad in the back of that closet. Covered in roaches. He had to have been dead, right? I would think so. But he's just dehydrated? That's why I said mummy. Yeah. Uh, Because he takes the body, drags it over to the tub, and throws it in trying to rehydrate him like one of those (laughs) sponge dinosaurs. (laughs) Dehydrated dad, just add water. Just add water. Then we cut over to Mamimi sitting on Conti's shoulders, evoking the lords of hell. This is going back to our fire starter days. It's fine. Sure, why not? Surprisingly, or not, the rehydrating works. His dad is alive, non-mummy, and naked. A little pruny. <laughs> a, little, a little desiccated, but... Prune, pruny and mummy are, are not. His daddy's a mummy! <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I suppose any organic matter that's been uh, desiccated like that is a mummy, so... If you had a prune or a raisin, you've eaten mummies. It's true. Or a craisin. Or a craisin. Craisins are mummies. Craisins are the best, are the most yummy mummy, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, well, we have different tastes. <laughs> Matt, what's your favorite mummy to eat? Uh, <laughs> he turns to well, look at the camera. <laughs> that, move, that movement he made looked like Matt turned to look right at me. Like, <laughs> I know. It was pretty wah, great. Wah. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, now I'm thinking of that Futurama episode with that uh, Martian mummy or, what, or whatever it was. He was teriyaki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Back to government people. The government. Gov- the government's fault. The government. The government took talking, my money. And they're, I guess, kind of explaining to us how it works. That yeah. certain people's brains can be made into an interstellar portal. Sure. you got to use the right head. Mm-hmm. Yep. And his dad's was apparently not the right one, which is why he's dead and there's a mummy. Yep. And a robot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much. I feel like I'm just making up things. You, this, <laughs> this episode is a fucking trip. So, like... Anyone who's listening, all three of you, go watch this episode because, like, I don't think there's a good way to sum it up. Yeah, I'm not wrong. I'm just 
it's a really, really hard episode to yeah to pick apart. To even talk about. <laughs> yeah. Tell you, I had a hard time understanding Memento, and this is worse. So. Memento? Mummy Mento? Mo Mummy? Mo Mummies, no problems. I just happened to pause on a part in the episode after Haruka bursts into the room and destroys the robot, and she's got a foot stuck on her head. <laughs> so now we get to the actual plot of the episode, where government guy tells us all that said satellite is going to fall in the city, and for some reason they put a bomb in that satellite, and that bomb is going to take out the whole city. Mm-hmm. If Haruka won't swing away to save him. Yes. He tells yes. Nayota that, like, tell her she needs to swing away from a hometown fan. And then he tells her that, and she says, tell that hometown fan it'll cost him for me to do that. What does that mean? I don't know. At, I still at, don't know. After I've watched the episode, I don't know. Assuming it means that she, he, it really is a Men in Black situation. They know each other. She's not from Earth. She's only, she's, he knows power well, something. If, if he's stuff. a hometown fan, maybe he's an alien too? Oh! He does have, uh, are we talking about the director? Yeah. yeah. He does have, like, fake eyebrows that are, like, right. comically fake. Right. And she doesn't, does she have eyebrows? I don't know, does she? Who? I think she does. Who? Haruka. Yes. Yes, she does. Okay. I think, like, the fact but that maybe he's... maybe being a woman, she's drawn hers on. Well, I just think, like, the fact uh-huh. that he's riding a Vespa is our clue that he's also an alien. Ah, the Vespalians. Also yes. true. Perhaps she's an alien princess, a princess Vespa. <laughs> Spaceballs! Or, 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 or a Pokemon, like Vespa Queen. Uh, Vespa means wasp, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yay, I learned something. So they're all on top of the medical mechanism building somehow. They're up on the handle of the iron. Yes, because that's where the least damage could happen to the city or something. But it's also where the thing's going to be hitting exactly. So I don't know how where yeah. it's going to hit is going where it's going to do the least damage. Well, it's going to help them iron out this issue. Oh it's my a- god! <laughs> oh god! Okay. He's been sitting on that one all two two seconds. Oh my god! <laughs> I hope he's not sitting on the iron. <laughs> <laughs> this is where Haruka does a Mortal Kombat and jams her head, her hands into the top of Naota's head. Yeah, this is gruesome. Uh, Everything goes gruesome and red, and she just goes elbow deep, both hands. Finish him! Except no. She pulls out a flying V guitar mm-hmm. that's it's made of red wicked. light and then coalesces into a real... A real thing. And he's like, what you doing? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, this is what it feels like inside of a boy. Squish, squish, squish. Oh, God. Uh, and he's uh, like, uh, he's uh, like, oh, don't do that from behind. Yeah. She's like, don't stick that in me from behind. It's There was definitely some. Yeah. It gave everybody at headquarters a nosebleed. <laughs> which just, I, I, okay, you're into what you're into, but it just disgusted me. Yeah. It, it was not a. I'm not sure why the nosebleeds happen. That that is certainly yeah. <laughs> she even he, she even goes if I if you rush it it won't pop. You got to go slow. Made me think make me think of zits, which is very unattractive. Certainly, zits as in pimples or as the comic strip. There's a comic strip called zits. Must be a regional thing. 
Yeah, that's the one with the uh, the teenage kid, right? The teenage boy. I, oh yeah, and, and, the, mo- and the parents. Uh, yeah, it's a really good one. Yeah, it's a newer one. I don't know if it's regional, but it's newer. I yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah. Sorry, thought it would be it would be a hit hit reference with uh with Matt there. You killed the whole podcast. I uh, you know, which you Josh, the Josh. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> Uh, they come right back to their batting practice, and she says, do that thing I taught you. <laughs> At this point, the satellite turns into a giant baseball. Bat. Yes. It, well, a baseball, uh, right? Baseball, yeah. A baseball. The and satellite then, turns into a Oh. Mitt. Satellite and, oh. And then it it pitches the bomb out of it as a baseball. Uh, okay, that, you're right. I must, have missed, that again. I must have missed the exact bit of that. Yeah. It, miss, it's It's not hard with this show. Yeah, no, it turns into a mitt with the bomb and the the baseball bomb in, in its hand, and then throws the bomb. Mm-hmm. That's wacky. It it is, and then we have a bunch of tension. If Nada will swing, ultimately he does, and that weird bark shows up on his forehead again in red light, and we have a moment where he has swung. He's pushing the bomb. The bomb is pushing its way back against. Like, the moment of impact is lasting forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's got it slowed to a halt. His swing is slowed to a halt. And then Haruka comes to his aid, swinging her bass guitar into it also. A little extra heft. Yep. And then Mamimi just notes that she isn't dead. <laughs> She's like, hey, we haven't died. <laughs> and Haruka deposits an unconscious Naoda into the basket of her Vespa. She lets him sleep it off, and she drives home. It's actually kind of cute. Yeah. And then we get a quick final report on the mission success, and dude's eyebrow falls off. And that's the episode, right? Down it goes. That is all of the episode. This is the part of the episode where we give our final thoughts. Before that, though. Yes. Ooh. That was shit. Probably, I thought, was worth mentioning the man in black. What's his name? Uh, I don't think we know yet. We did. We uh, Amar Amaro. Amaro. Yes, Amaro. Am- Am- Amaro. They showed in the closed captioning, but I don't know if we ever, sh- if we've actually been told. I think someone says his name I once. I Think someone does in the control. But anyway, okay. Uh, at one point, he mentions a pirate lord Atomsk, which seems like perhaps the uh, villain, the big villain of the whole thing. Correct. He does. Bring I forget that up. what was That's, said exactly, but it was in the whole. Like, using the head as an interstellar gateway thing, and it says something about Pirate Lord Adamsk. Yeah. Which I wonder if that's maybe tied into George Adamski, or maybe I'm reading way too much into it. <laughs> no clue. Uh, he was a famous contactee from, like, the 70s. Ah. I mean, this show makes all kinds of crazy references. Aliens? Yes, that's what I meant by contactee. He wasn't an abductee, he was... Died in 1965, Polish-American author, became widely known ufology circles. There's a lot of stuff here. Basically, he was he was one of those dudes who's like, aliens came and they visited me because I'm special and they're really cool. <laughs> cool aliens are better than jerk aliens. You know, if we hadn't uh, dropped, if we hadn't have found uh, atomic energy and atomic weapons and stuff, they, we would not have had so many stinking extraterrestrial visitors to this planet. I wish they hadn't noticed that we'd achieved that level of technology and it would just go away. Where till we find warp technology? <laughs> we need to get off this planet. Hey, we also need to get through this episode. This is the part where we talk about our thoughts on this episode. And since it's Bill's episode, he gets to start us off with his thoughts overall on episode four. I mean, 
stuff happened. There was a loose plot. It was better than the average Evangelion episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. And maybe not as good as the average Gurren Lagann episode. Uh Uh-huh. That's pretty much all. I I mean, I wish it wasn't so disjointed. Certainly. I feel like each part of this could have been turned into, like, each separate section of the story could have been its own episode Mm -hmm. that explained more. I would agree. Matt, thoughts on the episode? I think you probably need to watch this episode three or more times to really connect what it's all about. If you've got that much time on on your hands, uh, good for you, but I don't think I do. Okay, Andy, tell us your thoughts. <laughs> I like the metaphor of the idea of like swinging the bat. I like the baseball stuff. For being a goofy anime, the Excel baseball episode was ten times better. It was definitely more baseball. Goddamn monkey magic! (laughs) (laughs) It felt like it should have been a stronger part of the episode and just wasn't. I did not like the disjointed nature, like you said, Bill. Just the weird. There are flashes of things where it's like, he's not responding, and I'm confused. It's like, how are you not responding about half these things? It wasn't good. It was... You said there was a loose story. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, not even fully. It's just, it's just, it was kind of there. It's my, it might be my least favorite of the episodes so far. That's fair. Yeah. Which is sad because the last episode was actually pretty good. Well, maybe we'll have another, uh, another peak after this one. Perhaps. The next one looks like it has a lot of gunplay. Yeah, there's a lot and, of guns going on in the preview. And they name drop John Woo, which makes me happy. Uh, that's your episode, Matt. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> now I hope we get a gun foo episode. I love gun foo. It is a uh, brittle bullet. Yes, that'll be next time. The brittle episode bullet. will be called brittle bullet. And that's Matt's week, and uh, we'll have two episodes left, and we're done with the series season one of Fooly Cooly, which is wild. Oh, that is true. My gym shorts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I think it's about time we get out of here. Well, first of all, I want to thank you both. Enjoyed it, as always. Thank, thank you. you. Same. This has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their... Wait, we don't do it anymore. We're three dudes... In their homes. In their homes. <laughs> talk about... I think we should start doing is just like three dudes in there and then just put something in. Three dudes... <laughs> in their homes. In their respective homes. <laughs> talking about... Anime, Japanimation, and baseball. <laughs> Them dirty cartoons. <laughs> dirty cartoons. Uh, I'm going to pull this plug out of my butt. My name is Andy. <laughs> Are you? Maybe. Are you really? Maybe. <laughs> Huge buzz. I'm still a little drunk. I'm Bill. I like to get chin massages. I think that's what we started with. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I'm Matt. And we will see you all next time. Disjointed kisses. Make sure the nut this November. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. 
please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Patrons also have access to our brand new series, Tuning In, where we watch the first episode of an anime and give you our first impressions. Special thanks to Brian Nash and Superfan Matt. Nostradamus predicted it, but he must have got lost, don't you think? Oh, Haru-san! The game has already started, you guys. Are you doing that perverted stuff again? You're the one who's perverted. Then let's get ready and swing the bat. You want Taku? But he's not the type to actually swing the bat, you know. I don't play baseball. It's Conti's first game today. Lord Conti! <laughs> Wait up, I got Those home runs you hit yesterday were no big deal, and I don't want you coaching me anymore.